OG Podcast Network presents. Welcome to Fireside. First off, welcome to Fireside. We'll be talking comic books the entire time. Ain't going nowhere, so dry your eyes. Already lasted longer than fireflies. Stay tuned, Mickey's got the creepiest news. From books to TV, the movie reviews. Plus the next toy, baby, here we choose. Even a superhero fight club, we usually lose. So pop in those earbuds, turn up those speakers. Feel my power, earth too. Hello, hello, hello! Welcome to another issue of Fireside Chats. I'm your host, Menti, and with me, as always, are my wonderful sidekicks. First, Mr. P Features. Hello, Internet. Wow, it's really good to have you back. And then there's Mauer. Beep you. Is have it, him back? About the same having you here. <laughs> what do you mean, have him back? Yeah, we just we went through some, some, some madness over the last week. I have no idea what you're talking about, but all right. Were you kidding me? This place was on fire. I don't know how you got it back together so quickly. Features, I don't... Didn't we just record to each other last week? I got kidnapped, sir. What are you guys talking about? Dude. Dude. Late shift came. No idea. This pl- I mean, literally, I'm amazed how well like, you put this place together like pretty spectacularly. This is, it looks like nothing's changed. But this place was in, in, in chaos, man. It was in disarray. Are you our Stephen Maurer or are you from Earth 2? All right, let's just do the show. It's Wednesday. What does that mean? It's time for the new news. I'm concerned that we're just throwing this aside. Maybe Huey's still not here. Do we know where Huey is? Huey's got to work. His other part, his business partner is on vacation. So weird. Just entered the twilight. And how did you get back? That's a long story. I'm going to tell you guys off the show. It was really weird. You had to do some questionable things. (laughs) Are you not the same man anymore? There may be blood on my hands. Oh, That got gross. Um, That's real weird, guys. Late Shift says hi. I just talked to him earlier. You, you're talking to Late Shift now? Yeah, he asked where Features was. Okay, I'm really confused. All right. Well, it's Wednesday, and it's new news time, so. I feel like, I, I feel like we are in like some kind of weird Twilight Zone thing. It, it got real bad. Real bad. I was in hiding. I was crying. Really? Go back and listen to the last two shows, man. You were on them. All right. I don't remember any of this, but... Go back and listen to the last two shows. All right. The, the house is fine. The studio is fine. We're good. We're, are we, though? Who are you? I'm, 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 I'm Mr. Mauer. He's a scroll. Yeah. <laughs> I'm concerned. He's definitely I'm a concerned. scroll. This is not good. Because a scroll will remember the most recent things that happened, just the things that happened like years ago. And first off, me saying, who the hell are you? Mauer wouldn't look at me and go, I'm Mr. Mauer. I'd get a beep you and a middle finger. Like, who are you, bro? Let's talk about the news. His voice got deep. What's up, bro? I I don't trust this man. Listen, we got to get to the news. We've got fans. He wants us to work, too. Who is this guy? Well, no, Mauer always wants us to work. Not on the show, he doesn't. No, it's before and after the show. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not that mean, am I? Don't answer that. So what are we talking about this week, Menti? <laughs> Who the hell you are and where's Mauer? I'm right here. Good chum. Chum. Good chum. 
Dude, his rosy cheeks, he's smiling. Who the? Who sent you? Guys, you're freaking me out. Can't you're you're, you're both, freaking us out. You're both freaking me out. So first off, you're just like, I got some blood on my hands and that's it. Like, I saw you get picked up and carried away. This place was on fire and in rubbles. I show up less than a week later and this place is back to normal. And you're like, I got blood on my hands. And I got Captain Chummy over here. Who? What? H- how? Menti? Where's I- Benny Huey? <laughs> Features are you? Um, can I we, can I we do the show? I'm really confused. What's going on here? I've, you're confused. I'm confused. We're all confused. I don't Who's know. coming with me? <laughs> no, no, not with you. I don't know who you are, Scroll Mauer. I don't like the way you're talking to me. I don't like your tone. I don't like the niceness. I don't like the, the rosy, smiley cheeks over there. You don't like the niceness? Of- all right. No. Features, you ready? Beep you. Get the goddamn show on the road. There you go. I mean, that sounded a lot more like Mauer. <laughs> what are we talking about this week, for Christ's sake? The bat signal for some reason. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it's true. It's one of the things we're talking about. And I guess, you know, kids for cap, right? <laughs> kids for cap. Kids ca- for cap. Let's flip that one more time. Try that one more time. Flip that. Cap's kids. There we go. Cap's kids for kids. cap. Um, and John Favreau could be the next Hulk in the MCU. That is the worst clickbaity thing I've ever heard come out of your mouth. That's terrible. All right. John Favreau. Happy? Yes. Happy Hogan. Hulk Hogan. <laughs> <laughs> What you gonna do, brother, when Happy Hogan turns into the Hulk? No? All right. Womp womp. Let's start in comics and making you cry. <laughs> yeah, this first one's this first one's gonna, gonna hit me right in the gut. So uh wow. Okay. So Spider Man number six is gonna be a, a pretty rough issue. So we bruff? have a Yeah, it's gonna be rough. Bruff. Bruff. It's a it's a bruff. Bruff, yeah. bro. It's bruff, bro. Bruff. Yeah. It's it's very like British. Yeah. Come on, bruff. um anyway so it looks like there is going to be a kid who's got spider powers very similar to spider-man he's going to be a nine-year-old kid who's got like he's got the the spidey looks just like him spider-man's powers nickname spider bite spider bite spider bite spider bite i love spider bite but as the comic goes through the art's going to de-evolve into a like a child's drawing. Yeah, like you'll a, see in the background, it looks like crayons on cardboard. And it turns out that it's a story of a, a Make-A-Wish Foundation kid who is imagining himself as Spider-Man. Oh. Yeah, so, well, that's, like, tear-jerking as it is, but then it turns out, like, Spider-Man's there to, like, give him his dream of having a day as a superhero, and the kid says that he's afraid that he's not going to be able to wake up the next day. So Spidey takes him in his arms and swings him through the city to give him the actual experience of being Spider-Man. That's going to hurt, man. They did that. They, they did that in the animated show. Remember that? Yeah. Where he took the one kid out. I remember God, that. That was a hard episode. That episode was hard, let alone this comic. So. <sighs> um, right in the heartstrings. So uh, Friendly mm. Neighborhood Spider-Man number six. It makes sense they're doing it in the friendly book because that one is a little bit more, I guess, kid friendly, you would say. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think this is the only character in the comics right now you could do this with and not have it pull away from the character or not come off. Although it would be cheesy. really funny if they tried it with Deadpool. <laughs> it would be really funny to see. How just that loads works. the kid up with guns. <laughs> somebody, all right, kid, have at it. Somebody would get shot by the he just, that one. He takes him to the raft and opens yeah. up all the doors. All right, he gets to be a superhero. Have fun. <laughs> I thought those were blanks. Damn it. 
No, they were blanks. <laughs> That's even worse. <laughs> All right, let's keep it moving. So uh, Marvel Comics issue 1000. That's a big deal. That's probably going to come around in August, but it's Marvel, so God only knows when that'll actually get released. But there is a... Next August, not this one coming up. Even then. <laughs> two, you know, Three years from now, four years from now, all of a sudden, <laughs> every other comics hit the thousand mark. Marvel <laughs> Marvel comics, everything else is at the uh, like 1500 mark. All right, Marvel Comics 1000 is available now for pre-order. <laughs> yeah, issue 1001, 1002, 1003 are already out. Yeah, right. <laughs> Good old Marvel. Um, but uh, this one's kind of cool because it's going to uh, feature 80 different teams. Wow. Um, so a lot of different creative heads, including, of course, who else would do the cover for a book like this? Alex Ross. Absolutely. If you're not familiar with Alex Ross' work, just Google Alex Ross, and you're going to go, oh, I know that guy. Yeah. He's the only person when you see his stuff at Comic-Con, it's like an art gallery. Everybody else is like, comic long boxes or like prints that are just well, kind of strung up <laughs> it's him and now it's bill sinkowitz those are the two that have the galleries now it's it's you don't even feel like you're at a convention anymore like something comes around with a like a platter of hors d'oeuvres <laughs> champagne is offered and you're like, it's all like he has a concierge standing there this yeah, way if it's all women in cocktail dresses just <laughs> how does this one make you feel <laughs> I like Thor. <laughs> take notice to the detail here. Use specific watercolors. But it, uh, that was a nice little accent right there. Thank you. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm pretty stoked for this. Of course, I'm going to buy two different copies of it. I'm sure there's a million variants. How many variants. covers is it going to have? I know. There's going to be a million variants for this. I'll get the Alex Ross one and I'll get one other one. That's what I did with all the issue 1000 so far. <laughs> you got the Alex Ross and the one other? Uh, no, I, I bought. So with Batman, I bought the. Um, Jim Lee. I got the Jim Lee, and then I got the uh, I got the uh, Midtown exclusive because I just think that was the coolest cover with all Batman throughout the ages. But it had that it wasn't Alex Ross, but it had a very Alex Ross look to it. Um, but yeah, very stoked for that. That's going to be a lot of fun. Let's move on into comic sales. Uh, comic sales in April were interesting because it was Marvel's year or Marvel's month, absolutely. But sales from last year, whoo, they took a hit. Really? Yeah, yeah. They are down 977,000 issues from last year. All comics or just Marvel? No, all comics in general. Com really? Comic sales are down 977,000. And they were also down from last month, uh, 168,000, something like that. Yeah, not doing well. Not doing well. But uh, the War of Realms, which is the big Marvel arc that's going on right now, um, that took 55% of the market share. Mm. Um, so most sales revolved around that book. And it seems like like we all complain about Marvel uh, events. We all like, oh, there's too many Marvel events. I, blah, 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 blah. I don't complain about it. People them. complain about it all the time. Oh, okay. But my point is, they move, they move issues. You know why they make numbers. sales were down, right? Nobody had time to read. They were watching Endgame nine times. Yeah, right. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like feel like you said nine for a reason. Well, I, I feel like you said nine I've only for seen a it twice. very specific reason, Mauer. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe I did. That's a little Easter egg. That is a, the, the smallest Easter egg for Saturday's show ever. <laughs> exactly. Um, all right. So, yeah, um, the Batman Who Laughs uh, came in the number four spot. Uh, but, but for the most part, it was really uh, uh, Marvel Comics with 55% uh, and then DC Comics with 27% of the market share. That's a lot. Yeah, 55%. Oof. So, but it, it's mostly War of Realms. I mean, especially they came out with it that the. And was it the number one issue? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, absolutely. how many people bought five copies of that? I bought one. <laughs> so, 
Yeah, take that, other people. I'm the other people. I bought one. What? All right. And I didn't even read it yet. <laughs> still in the, still in the All bag. Right. So the bat signal, which is the most non-news ever, but it's kind of cool because of who's becoming well, prominent. Not news, but also a bat signal change. When's the last time we had a change in the bat signal? Technically, the bat symbol or signal changes every time his symbol changes. So often, or maybe like every Batman movie, but it's still always been kind of the same thing. It's always been, you know. The yellow light or white light in the sky. Until really, they put the Robin signal inside of it. I don't really give a shit about the bat signal. Wow. I don't. But I give a shit about the other things that happen in this issue. Well, this bat signal changing to this color might be why Menti's intrigued. Uh-huh. So right now, Batman and Gordon, kind of a rocky relationship. Mm. As we know in the story of Batman right now, uh, Bane is pulling all kinds of strings around the city and and attacking Batman mentally and physically. Of course. However, Bane is in a coma in Gotham from what Gordon sees. So he and Batman are kind of at ends with each other, like, no, this is what's happening, and Gordon's not believing him. Batman might be going a little crazy. So Batman changes the signal from the normal color to red. Mm. Now, what character do we know that has kind of like a bat on their chest with a red circle? He's dead. Boom. Thomas Wayne, and Flashpoint Batman. Break that down for me. Flashpoint Batman. So I, I'm who Flashpoint. Uh, wow, I've done this a million times, and now I'm, I'm drawing a blank. Okay, so Flashpoint is Barry Allen um, decides that he wants to save his mom. He goes back in time. He saves his mom, being all selfish. Try to save your mom. I understand you, Barry. Don't, don't let him take you, bring you down. I get why you did it. No, screw that. I get why you did it. No, I mean, I would do the same thing. You can't say you wouldn't. I wouldn't. I would go back and save my mom. I can't, I, I'm not, I'm not going to blame you for that. But when he goes you back- You would go and, he, and save a random stranger's mom. Probably. But <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to defend that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also not going to apologize to you. <laughs> go beep yourself. <laughs> anyway, he goes back and he saves his mom, which changes the entire DC landscape. A lot of crazy things happen. But one of the biggest changes is- Batman is the one who dies in the alley. Bruce Wayne gets shot as a child, turning Thomas Wayne into the Batman of that storyline. And Martha Wayne becomes Joker. It is a very cool Joker. But this Batman is a very brutal Batman, running around with guns and, uh, and, and dropping fools. Dropping fools. <laughs> yeah, so it looks like he's going to be taking a more prominent role in this Batman story. Which is weird, because didn't he just disappear in the button? Like, what the hell happened? Like, I, I haven't been following Batman. But uh, I think this storyline is behind the button. Is it? The button's in the future. The, well, th- th- that's even weirder because like his whole meeting his dad thing was a big part of the button. Yeah. I, I don't know. So with the problem with Batman books, and we've talked this, about this in the past, DC does this a lot, mm-hmm. where they'll have five different stories being printed simultaneously, right. but each one of those stories is in a different spot on the timeline, and sometimes you don't know where they are on the timeline until they all finish. Until they reference each other. Yeah. But... <laughs> Didn't Batman's marriage happen after the button? Like him and Catwoman? But, yeah, but that's... Well, no. We don't really know where... We don't know where the button and where um, uh, Doomsday Clock fit into all this yet. So, Until Doomsday Clock finishes, we don't know where that fits in. Like, there's a possibility that... At the end of it, they change time. We, that What's it called? Well, no, I don't think that's the case. Well, but Dr. Manhattan, I guess he could. Um, but... There's a lot of rumor that Heroes in Crisis is what leads into the button. Uh, what leads into the button, which then leads into um, Doomsday Clock. 
that's why like the like Gotham, like the, the all of the DC um, pedestrians don't trust superheroes Citizens. anymore. Citizens, thank you. Uh, don't trust superheroes anymore because of Heroes in Crisis, which I don't blame them. Yeah. Heroes in Crisis was a, is a rough one. So we'll see. Regardless, this is stirring the pot in Batman is good, and I like that they're stirring the pot with just Batman. Um, we also have the news, Batman and the, what is it, the Outsiders got into a lot of trouble. Oh, a whole lot of trouble. The creator of Black Lightning. Did not like that at all. Did not like it. Now, a lot of people came to the fences. Anybody in a book with Batman is second fiddle. And the fact that Batman gave him, made him the leader of the group that he originally debuted in should be a good thing. But the creator was like, nope, nope don't like it. Nope, doesn't like the fact that you're you're downplaying how important uh, that Black Lightning is. That's that was the whole thing. It's like you just you essentially sullied Black Lightning's um, history by turning him into a just a sidekick. Um, Batman was in it, yeah, right? Was that, the Superman's the sidekick this next is, to Batman. Right. Sometimes yeah. they just put Batman in books to sell books. Yeah, like remember when Jay Z used to just put himself on everybody's single just to make sure that that the album sold? sold? Yeah. yeah, right. Same thing. Didn't they, like three Memphis Bleak albums. DC goes, oh, that book's not selling. Guess who's in it now? Batman. <laughs> Marvel used to do it with Wolverine and Spider Man. Like each each company has a whore for a short period of time. <laughs> a whore. It, well, yeah. Spider Man was Spider Man and Wolverine were the whores of Marvel for a while. Wolverine is still a whore until Deadpool. Well, yeah. Deadpool's a whole different story, though, because Deadpool, like, he's pansexual. I don't know if he can actually be a whore. This isn't a sexual thing. I'm, mean, I'm just never mind. He's all over the um, place. I stand along lines of, you're now elevating that character to being side by side with Batman. That's a good thing. There's not many characters that Batman would be like, I'm going to leave you in charge. I trust you enough to be in charge of this group. That's true. And that group really were the outsiders. I mean, Signal was on that group. I mean, that like, I probably this is a new <laughs> orphan, a, a new version of outsiders. Yeah, it's orphan Signal, Black Lightning, and I think one or two others whose name I can't remember. The original outsiders, Black Lightning was on. Batman was the head, and occasionally he'd show up when he wanted to show up. But Black Lightning was pretty much the leader while Batman wasn't there. But look and at Justice like, League Europe. Yeah, it's but, the same. But they're making it, like, to me, it's a story coming full circle. Yeah. Yeah. So, make I, Black Lightning the leader after Batman. And be goes, honest with you, Black Lightning hasn't been a prominent character until this TV show came right. out. Right. So, and the, and the, the, the creator was saying the same thing. Like, if you really want to get Black Lightning, watch the TV show. Like, it was really pushing that TV show pretty hard. So, my whole thing is, <laughs> if, if we're talking about Black Lightning, something's working. Yep. Non news news. I mean, it, no, it's news. It was news because she was pissed, or he was pissed. She was pissed. Yeah, she was pissed. That was right. Okay. Uh, Moving right. on. Yeah, let's get to some TV news. So, all right. Lucifer. Amazing. I haven't watched it, so you're, um, you're, up, you're up, champ. Ten episode season, and I know I, I've talked in the past where I wasn't really a fan of ten episode season. I didn't think they would ever really work. Mm -hmm. This worked perfectly. The entire story was just what you needed. There was no filler episodes. There was no parts of the story that were filler. You got a good look at every character in the show. First off, the actress that they have playing Eve on the show was like that Eve. That Eve. That Eve. That like Eve. That Eve. That Eve. I don't know who Eve is. <laughs> Adam and Eve. Eve. That's not kind of what Eve. I figured. Hashtag not my Eve. <laughs> um, like every character got a good spotlight. They all had their own storyline that intertwined perfectly. 
It didn't feel like anything was rushed, but it also didn't feel like anything was stretched out. This is on Netflix. On Netflix, it was the same show that it was on Fox. Does it have all the previous seasons, or just all the previous the- seasons? They didn't push the uh, the envelope too far. Like they got right to the edge, but they all said they didn't want to change the show from what it was before because mm-hmm. that's what their fans saved. Right. But it it was amazing. It's probably one of my favorite seasons of TV for comic TV that I've watched. It was just that good. Um, and Tom Ellis playing Lucifer, uh, the character arc that he's gone through in that season to this season is phenomenal. So if you haven't watched Lucifer, all four seasons are on Netflix. Catch up. Maybe Huey's on like season three right now. Can I just say, this is a little off topic, but because it doesn't get enough praise, go watch Doom Patrol. I need somebody to talk to about <laughs> this damn show because I'm going to tell you right now, that Flex Mentalo episode just. I can't. I can't. I'll I start can't. watching it tonight. Oh my god, dude! The uh, Muscle Man of Mystery is one of the funniest <laughs> things. Just somebody watch Doom Patrol, so I have somebody to talk to about this because this show is incredible. All right, let's keep moving. All right, we Look. got a new Swamp Thing teaser. Ooh, did you see it? Is that the one where his face, where he's the, like the like the chicks talking the whole time, and his yep. face just pops up? Yeah. So that's Abby Arcane. Not much going on in that trailer. Um, it's just introducing that we have the Abby Arcane character. Um, she eventually becomes his wife and mother of his child. Um, she has all of the telepathic powers you can think of. Telekinesis. She's an empath like Mantis in Guardians. Um, so she's Jean Grey pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very similar to Jean Grey. <laughs> I, like, I like how you can see like the spark. But she has, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, she has. She has. She's Transylvanian. <laughs> Uh, she's a Transylvanian scientist, if you will, uh, worked with Alec Holland. Okay. And then after he dies, he comes to back to her, but he's changed. So them showing her, she looks pretty comic accurate. Uh, if you see the teaser, it's her lying in the swamp in a white dress in the water. And then out of nowhere, you know, his he- face just kind of forms next to her lying there. Hmm. So we shall see what happens now. She has more of a New Orleans accent. Rather than a Transylvanian accent That's in this. said Nolans. Nolans. Yeah. So we shall see. Nolans. Um, also, the creators did confirm the show was shortened to 10 episodes, and they had to change the ending. They had, wait. Of, of Swamp Thing. Oh, I can't wait till the ending comes out so they can tell us why. So the, in the middle of filming is when DC said, you only have 10 episodes. They already had everything planned, and they had to change what the ending was. I wonder why. Because DC, never mind. No, look, Doom Patrol, Flex Man Tallow, you don't even know. Watch that show. Um, this man flexes. Doom Patrol, I think, was number and seven. manipulates reality by flexing. Number seven for most down. <laughs> I've never seen some shit like this. Most streamed shows in demand right now, I think it was Doom Patrol was number seven. Yeah, damn right. Lucifer was number two. Wow. Look, Doom Patrol made the list. It's the little engine that could, man. <laughs> I never, I've never thought I'd be so excited for Doom Patrol, but every time they introduce somebody, they get so bizarre. Titans is still on the list, too. Titans is great. But Flex Metallo. Flex, Flex Metallo is a character from the 90s created by Grant Morrison who literally flexes and manipulates reality. It's the most bizarre thing, but hysterical. So it's like Arnold Schwarzenegger in a loincloth. I was literally, thinking that. Like, yeah. like a kid goes, you know, Flex, my cat's stuck in a tree. And he's like, I'll get it. And he flexes his arm and the cat ends up on the ground. I was thinking more like Hulk Hogan. <laughs> no, he looks like like the old like thirty strongman. 
With like little bikini underwear. Yes. Yes. He's got cheetah print bikini underwear, and that's all he wears. <laughs> it's the most bizarre. I've never seen some. And it's a whole episode dedicated to this guy. And it turns out he started in a Doom Patrol book in the 90s and has had 20 some odd years of history to him. So they're literally just going. They are pulling bottom of the barrel and making some funny shit with it. I'm telling you, check this show out. Next, we're going to see arm fall off. Boy. I'm so excited to find out what happens next. All right. Let's move on to movies. All right. So let's talk about this John Favreau nonsense of him becoming the Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> so he is open to directing another MCU movie, which if you remember previously, he kind of put that to bed saying he was done. You know, he liked how he referred to it. It was like he was a grandfather coming to see his grandkids on set and like just enjoying the moment, not having to be responsible for the ins and outs. But after Endgame and like that cycle coming to an end, he got a little nostalgic. He was like, yep, I'm open to it. Um, obviously there's spoiler alert, not going to be an Iron Man four. So he's not talking about that, but he has talked about uh, another character called the freak. Now, do you guys remember the freak? Uh-huh. The freak is happy Hogan's character. That turns into not quite the Hulk, more like a Solomon Grundy type character. Uh, and it was after he was deathly ill, got exposed to cobalt rays and Tony's enervator machine. Now, here's where I think they might actually be pulling the storyline in. The second freak was a guy by the name of Eddie March, was another friend of Tony's that was injured while wearing the Iron Man armor. It's not going to happen, man. It's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. He'll direct a Spider-Man movie. That's what's going to happen. You think? Yeah. No, you think that? No. <laughs> With all the things that are, that are possibilities in, MC, in the MCU right now, the freak is not one of them. You think That so would be like DC coming out and going, you know, we just did Shazam. We just did Aquaman. Now we're going to follow it up with Creeper. <laughs> it, it's never going to happen. Well, I was thinking they could do an Iron Man movie, introduce uh, Ironheart, but have another character. And like, that's, that's the villain. The freak's the villain. No. No. And I whispered, no. Uh, Speaking of which, we forgot to mention that. Well, let's go back for one quick second. That Watchmen teaser, though. It's good. That's it? That's all you That's, got for me? That's all you got for me. I dude. was hoping it was going to be pre-Watchmen. Pre-Watchmen? He wanted a prequel to the Watchmen instead of a, a, a follow-up. It's a follow-up to the Watchmen. I don't know if it's a follow-up to the Watchmen comic or the Watchmen movie. It looks That's like my a follow-up to... I couldn't be both because the movie and the comic were kind of like the same thing. Just Except without the, for the giant alien monster that destroys a city instead right. of all the bombs that go off. I mean, that's a big difference. Yeah. It's a real big difference. Well, that alien monster wasn't even a real alien monster. It was still Dr. Manhattan's energy. They just, what, uh, what he did was made it look like there was like an alien attack. It wasn't an actual alien Right, but attack. the way that people respond is going to be different than Dr. Manhattan blowing up, up a city. You know what I mean? Well, the them funny seeing a monster, they can blame the monster. Right. But then you still have to deal with Rorschach's book being found. Well, that's, that's how the trailer I think that's where this up. is Did going you watch the teaser? No, the, but I, I assume that's where it went. So remember I that terrible the, Rorschach picture we saw? Yeah. The reason why it was such a terrible picture is it opens up with the cult of Rorschach. Yeah, that's what I, it Which looks like was happening. Looks awesome. But they're all crazy. Yeah. So is Rorschach. Was he though? Yeah. He was certifi certifiably crazy. Yeah, he was in an insane asylum and everything. So much so that he turned the kid, uh, the the kid of his uh, shrink to the next Rorschach. He was so crazy, he turned the shrink's kid crazy. That's a new level of crazy. That's all. That's like Joker level crazy. 
That's Harley Quinnish. Yes. Um, I just wanted I wanted a chance to see a comedian and more comedian Rorschach. Now, it looks no. like the only character we're going to get is Osmandius. Which is a terrible character. Actually, no. I, like I love Osmandius. More. I'd like to learn more about Osmandius. Osmandius and, um, and Lex Luthor. That's a, that's a fun talk right there. I'd love to be a fly Rorschach and the comedian. Now, Rorsch- that could be a show. No, comedian's dead, dead. Yeah, plus Rorschach's not dealing with the comedian all but that long. Comedian would die. Yeah. Rorschach would kill him when his, when his back is turned almost immediately. Rorschach would identify the comedian as a villain. And With not, a hatchet. Like, it yeah. would not. He would definitely kill him. Anyway, so yeah, that was cool. All right, moving in. Uh, here's something that's pretty wild. Um, the uh, Black Widow thing. Have you guys heard about this? Uh, the, uh, John Russo was talking about what their, one of their original plans for Black Widow in, in Endgame it was almost going to get a lot worse. So he brought up, uh, I kid you not, I shouldn't have said it that way. He brought up uh, that if the snap happened, that most of the parents would disappear. So there were going to be orphans strewn about the world that had no one to take care of them. So there was going to be a branch of the government uh, dedicated strictly to helping the orphans of America, headed by Black Widow. That was almost a major plot point. Could you imagine, spoiler alert for anybody who hasn't watched that movie, could you imagine if she sacrificed her life knowing that there's like thousands of orphans that are looking for her to help them like the her sacrifice would have meant a whole lot more and it would be almost like i mean i kind of think hawkeye should do it no offense <laughs> you got two kids she's got a thousand <laughs> still thought hawkeye should do it anyway hey 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 what shut your mouth why I mean, hawkeye Sh- doesn't have a movie coming out i'm just saying he has a tv show coming out Ooh, yeah damn right Ooh, she's still a cool character then, then Hawkeye Ronan? Absolutely not. Absolutely you shut not. your mouth. Absolutely not. Hawkeye beats that. The only person to ever be an Avenger and a Justice League member, Hawkeye. Shut your mouth. What? What do you got, Ollie? Still dumb. MCU Hawkeye, terrible. MCU, nah, I wouldn't say he's terrible. MCU Hawkeye didn't really get a chance to be MCU Hawkeye, but MCU Ronan. Ronan was, was pretty cool. Anyway. Um, if you haven't, just on a side note of Ronan, if you haven't listened or watched the Toying Around videos, uh, Moshko talked about seeing Endgame in the 40X. He said the amount of water and blood squirts that hit you in the face during the Ronin scene was incredibly uncomfortable. Yeah, <laughs> I want to see that. Where, that's, that's around us. Uh, King of Prussia. All right, we're doing that. I want to do that. I've never done that. Let's do that. All right. Uh, last little big, uh, it's not a little thing, but the last thing to bring up is uh, the Captain America fan theory about his uh, who uh, Peggy Carter was married to. Well, it's not a fan theory. Well, I know it's a writer theory. <laughs> 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 until they talk, until Kevin Feige confirms, I don't give a shit what the writers say. <laughs> the writers uh, have confirmed that it was written as such. Kevin Feige is last part, but I say so until Kevin Feige <laughs> says it. In in Figgy, we trust. <laughs> so uh, the writers have basically said that the husband that Peggy was talking about that he saved during World War II mm-hmm. was in fact Steve Rogers, meaning her kids were Cap's kids, only she couldn't tell that Cap that because that Cap hadn't gone back to the past yet to meet her again. Makes sense. That does mean there are two super soldier children running around the MCU right now. Sharon Carter. No, no, that, that's an ant. That Peggy's her aunt. Mm. That would have been really weird because he was making out with her. Well, it's still weird making out with your Well, he wouldn't know. Niece. Oh, my God. 
That does make it even weirder. No, you the say writers that, did not but, think of that. But what John is this, Snow, Game of Thrones, yeah, John <laughs> Snow and Daenerys. I mean, yeah, but John Snow, he found out it was a, his aunt. He backed up real quick. He almost didn't find out, <laughs> but he did find out, he and, did. He, and he walked away. He said, now, "No, I'm not banging my aunt." Now, if he didn't know, and if <laughs> what if we, time changed? How are we talking about incest on this show? What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do it. I'm just saying. Features did it. Uh, I didn't. Br- no, I didn't bring that up. He did it. Can the name of this issue be Features Did It? Yes. Big Boy Did It. Big Boy, Big boy Did It. We've already Big had one called Big Boy Did It. Can it be Big Boy Did It now? We already did that. Did no. we? Yeah, we've got a Big Boy Did It. We, did. <laughs> <laughs> we got a Big Boy. All right, I think on that note. Um, do you guys like or dislike that? Until Kevin Feige says it, I don't care. These writers... Are, are talking way out of turn. I'm telling you right now, these writers are putting themselves on thin ice and don't realize it. Because if you're, you're fighting Kevin Feige on this and Kevin Feige is the person who goes, you know what? You can write the next movie. That would be like, it'd be like. These guys can write their own check. They can write whatever movies they want going mm, forward. They just wrote Endgame. All right. Mm, you don't mm, think any other studios going. Hmm, I, I think there's a lot of wonderful writers out there that I would love to the opportunity. Yes, but in that trailer where it says from the writers of Endgame. Yeah, I don't I don't think so. I think I think Kevin from from the studio that brought you Endgame is enough. <laughs> I'm just saying Kevin Feige wins out. So these writers, I think they need to they they need to talk to Kevin before they start opening up. Because this all they're doing is causing a lot of backlash about a movie that's doing really well. And I guarantee you, Kevin Feige's like, would you please shut up? Well, answer it in other movies. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I guess maybe they didn't get the other movies. And now they're like, well, we want our story to be told. I guess. I guess. And you know what? Probably why they didn't get those other movies. They're fighting the Russo brothers. <laughs> the Russo brothers come out and say, this is what we think. And they go, nope, that's bullshit. <laughs> we wrote it this and way. Kevin Feige's like, will you shut up? <laughs> <laughs> well, the Russo brothers are done too, right? Uh, Russo brothers are, as of right now, they're they're doing that Stan Lee documentary, and then as of right now, they're done. They said the only movie they'd come back and do is Secret Wars, or Secret War, Secret War. I'd like to see. I want to see Favreau again, though. So Favreau doing a Spider-Man movie would be and Joss. Ooh, I would love Joss to come back, but I would want Joss to do a new franchise. You know what Joss needs to do? Captain Marvel. Hmm. Joss Joss could do Captain Marvel too. You know what? I want to start a. Pe- I've never started a petition before. I want to start a petition. Yeah, but remember all the feminists hate him right now. Oh, why? Because <laughs> his wife said he's not really a feminist. He's a sexist pig. Oh, is that true? I didn't know that. There was a huge thing about it. Uh oh. There's oh, lots what? of dirt that may or may not have come out, and that's why he stepped down from Batgirl. Wow, really? Didn't know that. Well, never mind. Sorry, Captain Marvel. There was an opportunity for you. <laughs> He would still want to, for me, those kind of movies he directs the hell out of. I like his direction style. I, that's why I love Avengers so much. Yeah, but what he, what he does to a strong female lead is, like, he's bar none. And his balance of multiple characters on screen. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. So. Age Ultron. <laughs> <laughs> Age Ultron was the falling out of Joss and Marvel. Yes. Yeah. But that's also Perlmutter, too. Yeah. Yeah, stupid Perlmutter. That's, yeah. it. That's what happens when you don't listen to Kevin Feige. In Feige, we trust. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, no, You can find the show on that menti. On that menti. Do that On me. You can find the show Welcome to Fireside everywhere. Don't you dare. Everywhere mm. online, that's at Welcome to Fireside. On you. Mm. Mm. Oh, oh my. my. 
Once again, I'm Menti. I'm Features. I'm Mr. Mauer. Don't forget to check us out on the OG Podcast Network. That's OGPodcastNetwork.com. Or the app. Hmm. Who's saying it? Excelsior. Thank you. This has. You guys are so weird. Shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. You fake Mauer. Whatever. You fake scroll looking Mauer. Ball sack chin. <laughs> <laughs> you just cross the line. <laughs> Deuces.